What up, what up? Welcome to the Continual Growth Podcast, where we help you kill every day and own your fucking life. I'm Bawanka, it's episode 29. I'm with Z, and you know what it's time for. It's time to bring that hot fire. Fire! Z, how you feeling today? I'm good, bro. I'm good. How you doing? Man, I'm doing incredible. This episode is about to be incredible, and we got a special guest today. That's right. That's right. Let me let me give the people a quick intro into our special guest today. So this is someone that we've known for quite some time, um, been around for probably three or four years. Um, I'm trying to like not say that she's a female to like avoid it, but she's a female. She's our first female guest on the podcast. I'm hey. really, I'm excited about that because we've been talking about getting a female on here for a while. Um, and it just so happens that she's one of our homies. So, Jenna, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm so excited. This is going to be dope. This is going to be dope. <laughs> so, um, I know we go back quite a way. People listening right now are like, who the fuck is Jenna? So, maybe you want to give them a little backstory on who you are, and then we'll get into some of the, the, the deep questions. All right. So, um, I own a cake business. I'm a food scientist. I'm an aspiring YouTube star. Yes. And yeah, that's me. Cool. Cool. And uh, I think you're, you're shortchanging that just a little bit. <laughs> um, she's more than all those things, but she's also an incredible, incredible cook. Um, we've taxed her with... When we used to live together, we used to be like, yeah. we, need, we need those special the, the Jenna, Jenna cakes. The Jenna cakes. Right. And these are like this... I guess I'll let yeah, the food scientist describe it. it. Yeah. Because I won't... I won't oh, do they were justice. chocolate chip cookie lava cakes. Can you tell people what that means? So I think you like sent me like a photo or something or like a website of like, we got these things once from Domino's and they were fucking <laughs> sick and they don't have them anymore. Can you recreate it? So I like did like four or five versions and like we found the perfect one. Yeah. And that's like a good example of what a food scientist does. I so love keep it. Doing trials until you like get it the way you want it's it. It's actually a beautiful metaphor for uh, progress in general because yeah. when we first uh, sent it over to you, I was like, hey, this is pretty good. And you sent back the first version. I remember I thought it was it was okay. It wasn't the best. But I remember Bwaka being like, she can do better. Yeah, yeah. We, right? we, we ate it. We're like, eh, it's good. You, you gave like, it a four out of ten. <laughs> the Domino's one was, was, it was just as good. So we're like, we, remember we told you, we're like, mm-hmm. yo, we have a problem with this. We got a problem with this. And next time you came back and it was way better. Yeah. And then you brought another one after that and it was even better. Yeah. And we're like, holy shit. And that's how it did, yo, Jenna's case. We put a stamp on that yeah, shit. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. 100%. So what I'll do now is um, kind of take take us back to probably about a year ago. So to give people a little bit of context, uh, we actually met you when we were involved in a previous business. We were involved in the gym business and we met you there initially as a client. And then we built up a relationship, ended up becoming homies. And about a year ago, you went through a, a brutal situation. Yeah. It happens to a lot of young adults. Why don't you tell us kind of what happened and how that kind of gave you the, the fire and the trigger to take control? All right. Yeah. So at the end of last year, like around Christmas time, I kind of, I was going through like a pretty devastating breakup. Mm. So not to get into too much detail about that, but like it was really rough. Like yeah. I was pretty fucked up over it. Yeah. Cause I, I remember when, when you brought him around, like you would introduce, we had, we had met him and yeah. we thought he was good. We thought you guys were rocking and rolling, but yeah. Life happens. Yeah. So yeah. shit happens. Didn't work out. But that was like at the end of the year. So like I went into like New Year's like feeling like shit. I was feeling like a sack of shit. Like literally midnight when like everyone's counting down New Year's. I was like curled up in a ball crying. Like So this is this is a year and a half ago, right? 
Or is or is, no, this is like seven months ago. Yeah, seven oh, months shit. ago. Seven yeah, months ago. So less yeah. than a year. Yeah. Okay, cool. So like, I started 2018 in like a pretty shitty place. I was not feeling good. Mm-hmm. So you know, I let like you know, I got through it, kind of just let myself feel it. And then after like a month, I'm like, you know, fuck this. This isn't me. Like, I'm not going to mope around. I'm not going to just like feel like shit. I got to do something. So mm-hmm. that's kind of when I started to make changes. And So you, you're at this stage where you were like, you know what? I need to make. So you made a choice. You said enough is enough. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people forget that that's like, you need that. Yeah. Especially when you're going through some fucked up shit. Yeah. You need that feeling of like, yo. I'm done with this. Well, there's actually <laughs> something that you said to me oh, okay. that really helped me. Because, you know, I call, I have a lot of amazing friends mm-hmm. and I call them and they come over and they like bring me my wine and my chocolate and stuff and try to make me feel better, which is right. great. Like, I really appreciate that. But mm-hmm. after a little while of that, I'm like, I need some tough love. So who do I call? You. Of course. <laughs> so I remember something you said to me. It was like, I don't want to like, you, you know, get through it, do what you need to do, but I don't want to call you in three weeks and you're still like sitting there suffering. Like that's not the Jenna I know. Fuck so, yeah. You know? Fuck yeah. I don't remember saying that, but that is something I would say. Yeah. So I love that. That's awesome. So at, this, at this time, how was your, how was your cake business? Well, it was like a slow time. So yeah. the cake business is really something that distracts me and helps me and kind of calms me. So at that time I didn't really have much business, so I didn't really have that going on so you had a double whammy you're going through yeah. a breakup plus you don't have yeah. anything to distract you yeah. keep you busy i just and moved it was holidays, like too. it was yeah okay a triple whammy yeah. yeah triple whammy yeah okay so you're <laughs> so you're at this stage so take me back to that point where you know you've, you've cried all you could cry and and you've kind of processed what happened take me back to that like first day when you're like all right i am going to start doing x right what was x well, how did you, like, what were the things that you did to pull yourself out of it? Well, the first thing that happened is that I had a, a flight booked to London to go see him. Mm-hmm. And, like, I already had that booked. I was already paid for. So the first thing I was like, fuck, I got to do something about that. Like, I'm obviously not going. I right. I paid, like, a thousand bucks for this flight. So I called, like, Air Canada and I talked to this guy. And, you know, my homie, his name's Kevin. <laughs> and he helped me so much. So I, I talked to him. Up. Yeah, Kevin, Kevin hooked from it Air up. Canada. So yeah. I like literally told him this story. I cried to him on the phone. I was like, I need to cancel this flight. Like, I don't want to. Like, I spent all my money on it, and I don't want to go now. And I told him what happened, and right. he's just like, Okay, hold on. So he comes back, and he's like, Yeah, well, I can, I can hook something up for you. I can refund you fully. But like, have you been to like Europe before? I'm like, Not really, no. And he's like, All right, is there anywhere else in Europe you want to go? And I'm like, You know what? Yeah. Like, I've always wanted to go to Paris. And he's like, Okay, hold on. Then he comes back, and like. He's like, yeah, I can get you to Paris, same price, you don't have to pay anything extra. Amazing. And I was like, all right, I already got the time booked off work, and then I went. So you so you, you went to Paris solo? Solo. First yeah. time traveling solo? No, I've traveled solo before. I've never really been to Europe before, and that's something I've always wanted to do. So that kind of triggered, okay, now I'm going to do all these things that I've always said I'm going to do and that I've never actually followed through on. So that's mm-hmm. something I've been saying for years, like so, I was going to do that. So you started taking care of yourself. You're yeah. Like, I'm going I'm to do me. Exactly. That was the trigger. Sick. I like that. Yeah. So I took that trip and then there it really got me thinking. I was feeling good on that trip. I was feeling like, you know, I was appreciating myself again. I was like, this is fucking dope. I can just like go around Paris. And I ended up traveling around Europe a little bit after that too. Cool. Like by myself. And I was like, this is cool. Like made me feel confident again and and so it got really got me thinking and then I started thinking about all the things that I want to do that I just haven't followed through on and haven't done when I'm totally incapable of doing them yeah so sometimes you gotta do that man you need to when like when something happens that it could be any sort of tragedy or heartbreak or anything like that 
It's really good to pull yourself out of the situation for even if it's for a week, 10 days, doesn't matter what it is. But when you get yourself out of the situation, you can start to be like, all right, cool. I am not this breakup. I am not this suffering. I'm a wicked person and I'm going to make myself even more wicked it, because you, you got to come, you got to come out of the situation and be able to look at it and look like, look back at that whole time and be like, all right, this was fucked, process it. And then you say, okay, cool. What am I going back to? So now you're, you're in Europe, right? You're coming back. Were you, were you excited to come home? Yeah. Okay. So just being there by myself made me appreciate all the things I have back here. Okay. So I have this business that's doing well. I have amazing friends, family, like people supporting me. Right. And I have all these opportunities that I just haven't really been taking. So I was oh. excited. I was so hyped to come back. I'm like making a list. I brought like a travel journal. Nice. In that journal, I still have it. Like a list of all these things. This is what I'm going to do when I get back. I'm going to start like doing all this shit. Wicked. Yes. Wicked. Yeah. Okay. So you're you've got a list of, of things now. Well, give that, us give us some of the some yeah. of the things that you I was just gonna to ask what's on the okay, list. Okay, yeah. so first thing, I've been saying for so long I wanna start a YouTube channel. How so, long? Like Over five, year? six years. Damn, six yeah. years, okay. And so I started like writing down ideas for it and then as soon as I got back, like March, I started like filming them and making them myself. Fuck yeah. Yeah. That's and amazing. It's so much fun. I love it so much. Awesome. Yeah. Give us another one. Uh, just, just like working on my business. So, mm. um, I've been really working on like my Instagram and kind of like taking photos and promoting my business more. So that's on the branding side. You've yeah, been branding. doing a lot more. How, how's, yeah. how's business? Booming. <laughs> <laughs> so that's yeah, awesome. it's been like crazy busy. I'm like book solid now and I get, yeah, a lot of requests. I'm turning down people now. So that's okay. something. So you're obviously an incredibly busy person. Yes. Right. <laughs> um, when you're, when you're that busy, and you want to improve yourself, right? Is there is there anything that you've done to try to set yourself up for success? Like, I know we've always talked about getting up earlier, mm-hmm. right? Is that something that you started to do? Or like, yeah. were you always a morning person? Or No, not really. Was it like you came back and you're like, yo, I'm waking up early. I'm doing this. Yeah. I'm doing all the things that I wrote down. I'm giving 100% to it no matter what. Exactly. So yeah. I was so motivated. So as soon as I got back, I started like joining you guys and waking up at 5 a.m. The 5 a.m. club. 5 a.m. club. Really sick. Hey. So I get like tons of stuff done in the morning. Nice. Because I still have like on top of the business that I run, I still have a full-time job. So what, what, so you're, 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 you, before you went to Europe, mm-hmm. what time would you normally wake up? Like 7.30. And, and now you come back from Europe and you're waking up at 5. Yeah. 5-ish. Five yeah. yeah. So that's two and a half hours that you gained. Yeah. And in that two and a half hours, what did you do with it? Because I'm curious to know how you went from, because like, I remember for me, when I started waking up a little earlier, I would go like maybe 30 minutes earlier, yeah. maybe an hour. She's gaining no, two I and just, a half. Boom. Right? Yeah. <laughs> did you feel like, yo, I got time? You yeah. know what I mean? And then what did you, do, what did you, what did you fill that up with? Like that morning, because we're so big on the morning routine. I'm curious to know what your morning routine looks like. Well, one of the things on my list also that I wanted to do was get back into running. So I used to really love running and right. I just stopped doing it because right. I had a goal. I ran a marathon and then I was just like, ah, oh, fuck this. I'm done. Yeah, I used to but, do races like every weekend. Yeah. But then I remembered how much I used to love that and I don't know why I stopped. So first thing I did when I wake up is go for a run. Just Dope. like a short run, like half an hour. 
Just like That's any sort of cardio? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, so a lot of people, they'll be like, yeah, I'll go for like a 10-minute run, just a quick run. Yeah, 30 minutes, short, light work. Yeah. yeah, I like that. So did you always run in the morning or you just were like, I'm going to start running in the morning and get me going? Well, when I was really into running, I used to run every morning. And that's when you felt best? Yes. Okay, sick. So that's how I start the day, always. With Or if it's like winter, I don't feel like going outside, I'll do some sort of cardio, treadmill, bike, whatever. But like always start my day like what that. Do you, do you feel, what's the difference between when you start your day out by like running in the morning compared to when you run in the evening or like working out in the evening? I just, like, how do you feel throughout the day? I feel like I have way more energy throughout the day if I start my day by, like, Isn't exercising. That weird? Yeah. It's crazy Isn't that cause, weird? Because yeah. you think, like, you become tired from it, but it actually gives you energy throughout the yeah. day. It's weird, because I, I remember when I first started working out, like, my so I had one friend, I think, that used to work out in the mornings, and I thought he was a fucking animal. Yeah. Like, you work out in the morning? What? That's crazy. I, I used to think morning workouts right? were like nuts. Like the only time you would do it is if you like you had to had to like basketball practice. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then now to think about like I think we all work out in the mornings now, right? Yeah. So for me, I've noticed a tremendous difference because at the start of my day, that's when I have the most energy, right? So my workouts, like I feel like I have more energy to, to give out to the workout. Like when you work an entire day and then try to go to the gym at like six or seven o'clock, it's tough. Yeah. Your energy level isn't there. You're just, you're like, don't want to do this. You want to go home. Like it's the evening. But like to me, I've noticed a big difference. Would you recommend that people make movement in the mornings yeah. a priority? Of course. Yeah. I, and, feel, I just feel so good after I do it. And another thing with that too, like it's, the, the only hard part about the morning workout is like when you're laying in bed, your alarm goes off and you're like, I got to go work out. That's the hard part. Once you leave your door, once you leave, like you leave your house, you lock your door and you're out. It's, it's easy from there. Yeah, for sure. The only hard part is just getting out of the house. So if you can do that, you're good. Yeah, for sure. So you so you now are in this mindset of, of really kicking ass in the morning and you're setting yourself up for success. Would you say that... Um, this new mindset that you have, has it had an impact on your life? Like, because like you said earlier, like you went six years wanting to create a yeah. YouTube video and you just didn't do it for a hundred reasons, I'm sure. Right. And now you're in this mindset of like, I'm getting up at five, I'm going for a run in the mornings, I'm getting my workout in, I'm doing my morning routine. Are you, would you, would you be of the opinion that like that mindset has had an impact on your life? A huge impact, but not only myself, the people around me. Oh, tell us more. Tell so, us more. I started, um, I never really like, posted a lot of stuff on my social media, like personal stuff, but I started to kind of post like Instagram stories, like this is what I'm doing. So I did the 21 where I made breakfast every day and like people were loving that shit. And yeah. Send me messages saying how it's inspiring them and That's awesome. they want to do that. And now lately I've been posting every day when I go to the gym every day because I go after work too. I do right. strength training. You do a double up. Double yeah. up. Okay. So I send like, um, or I put a selfie on my Instagram story of me at the gym. It's just like me sitting at the gym, but it's showing that I'm there. Yeah. And then like people start asking me like, why do you do that? So I made a post saying, this is why I do it. I'm just showing like even a busy person like me can find time to work out every day for an hour. That's amazing. And like I got a huge response from that. So it's just like all the people in my life, my friends, my family, they're telling me like I'm inspiring them because I'm taking action and doing all these things and they know if I can do it and they think I'm someone who doesn't have any time to do stuff like that, then they can do it too. So. Isn't it funny how that works? That's like you, you start to put forth effort towards like your vision of your best life, whatever it looks like. You create some goals, 
identify what work needs to get done. You go do that work. You're consistent with it. And then because you're consistent with it, other people feed off of that. Yeah. Right? Because you know what? A lot of people get into the mindset of sometimes when we look on Instagram and we see like all these fitness personalities and all that kind of stuff, sometimes we'll look at that and be like, that's easy for that person. That's yeah. Normal. That's you've been doing it. It's normal yeah. for you, right? But when our friends and people close to us and, and people we're connected to on Instagram, when they see like people who don't like loudly say, hey, I love working out. I fucking, this is easy for me. Why the fuck don't you work out? But you're going out and doing it now. It's like people feed off that. Yeah. It's a good feeling, right? Like to me, I always get a, a kick out of like when I serve myself and I share that I'm doing that. Mm. People kind of are like, yo, if, if in my case, if he's doing it, I can do it. Or yeah. if she's doing it, I can do it. You know yeah. what I mean? It's way easier to relate to someone that you know, someone that you've seen like. Oh, this yeah, like a real person. But yeah. Someone that you know. Because like, <laughs> yeah, like, you're, like you said, like on Instagram, sometimes we, we lose the fact that this is a person. Mm. that has a life that's doing all this work right because on instagram we see people's highlight reel and we're like oh they look so good in the gym i never look like that they look like they know what they're doing in the gym i have no fucking clue and it's like no just start yeah just get out there right um okay wicked so you have uh you have a cake business and you work a nine to five yeah how do you find the time to to work on the cake business well, it's pretty much takes up a lot of my spare time, yeah. mostly all of my spare time. So I work like all day at my job and then I'll go straight. I have like a bakery space that I work out of. Yeah. So I'll go straight there after work. So sometimes Hustler. I'm like there till like 10, 11 PM. Nice. But the thing is like, I love to do it. I love making cakes. It makes me happy. Mm-hmm. So I don't mind doing that. Like after a long day, I'm not like a oh, fuck. I got to go make fucking cakes. I'm like, yes, I'm so excited. I get to go make cakes all night. Right. Cause you enjoy it. Right. Yeah, right. exactly. So. So what, what, uh, what do you say to people that, like, I think as fellow entrepreneurs, we get it, right? Yeah. That hustler mindset, maximizing the day. What would you say to people that say shit like, I don't have time? What I hate would- <laughs> when people say that. <laughs> Tell us more. I Tell hate us when more. people say that. If, if you really want to do something, you will find the time. Mm-hmm. I find the time to do all these things. Agreed. So... Do you, do you think that there's any tips that you could share for people to get over that? Because it's, it's at the end of the day, like... Like, to me, I think it's just a mindset. It's yeah. really just a flip of the switch. But I'm built like that. So to me, it, it might come a little easier. Yeah. Is there any tips that you have for people that want to overcome this, like, negative, limited mindset of, like, oh, I don't sure. have time? Yeah. Well, I didn't used to be a very organized person. So mm. I used to be all over the place. So what I found has really helped me is writing stuff down. So writing yes. down all the things I have to do. And then I, like actually look at it physically look at it and be like okay and kind of prioritize and that's helped me a lot to just organize my so time so you got like a journal that you use every day yeah sick yeah is it a crazy GSD? how you got the gsd yeah, in there the, the get shit done yeah. list yeah. yeah so for people that are listening that that might not know what we're talking about when we talk about gsd we covered this on a previous episode but it's really just creating a list of three critical tasks you get those three critical tasks done you won the day and gsd and for people that don't know stands for get shit done and the point of it is to, is to cut procrastination. We call it the procrastination killer. I love yeah. that. I love that. So, um, busy woman, entrepreneur, like it's, it's impressive to me because to me, I like, I don't often think about it in terms of like male, female, but I recognize how much harder it must be for a woman to do a lot of things that a man does, right? Like getting ready for work in the morning. Yeah. A lot of guys just fucking put their shirt, like shower, put their shirt on and walk out the door, right? But you got to put on makeup. You got to do your... You got to put on your eyebrows. You got to put on your eyebrows. <laughs> you got to do You got to do what females do to, to, to make themselves feel like 
confident and they can yeah. attack their day. What advice would you give to other female listeners out there? Because we've had like the previous episodes have been me and, and Blanca going back and forth and mm-hmm. we've had some male guests on the show. Yeah. And for guys to relate to guys, it's easy. But we've got some female listeners and I would love to hear from from you what you would tell them. Like people that are sitting in a situation right now where they're they want to take action, they've maybe built one habit, maybe two, but they're not as consistent as they could be. What would you say to them? Well, I think the first, like, this is stuff I say to my female friends a lot that are asking me for advice is just like, find what you're happy with about yourself first mm. and just kind of build off of that. So I, you know, what do you mean by that? Can you, can you take me like deeper? In that? So I'll just use myself as an example. So when I was feeling shitty, I'm like, okay, what are the things that I like about myself or that I feel happy about myself that I can build on? So first thing, you know, I've got this talent for like making cakes and stuff and for making food. So I'm going to say that. I would say it's talent. Talent makes it sound like you were born with it. You weren't born with it. It, This is a skill that you've built. Yeah. Give yourself some credit. (laughs) You know what I mean? But it's like, it's something that I'm confident about. So like, I think uh, being confident in, in those things is really important because a lot of people aren't like some, someone compliments you. Um, like I have a lot of friends that someone compliments them. They're like, Oh no. Like if they say like you, I like your Sure. Yeah, I like your shirt. They'll be like, oh, no, it's okay, I guess. Like, they'll downplay it? Yeah. yeah. So, like, you know, I like your shirt. Be like, yeah, fucking things. It's sick. Like, I love it. So just I love like, that. So when people compliment something about you, I think it's really important to be accepted and be like, yeah, like, there's a reason why someone's saying that. Mm-hmm. And just kind of, like, build on those positive things. I like that. I like that. I think, like, we're living in a really negative kind of world. Yeah, like, it sounds like you're people... just, you're happy. You're happy about yourself. Yeah. And you're you're happy about the people you're around. Yeah. And so then you, that said, note, you, like, said, you said that we live in a negative world. Yeah. I often look at the world and see how people see the world. Yeah. And I feel the same way. Yeah. I'm curious to know what you mean by that. Well, like when you say that, the, that these people see the world in a negative way. People are always that? just trying to like push their negativity on you. And it's something you kind of have to fight off. It's true. And I find like a lot of people are also just always comparing themselves to other people, especially women. That's another thing. So... Another don't piece compare. of advice, don't compare yourself to other people. You'll it's never, so hard. You'll like, I do it too, but like... it's. I mean, it's it's natural, right? Yeah. Like, we're going to... It's, it's going to happen because our brains are, are hardwired to assess the situation. Yeah. Right? So you're going to naturally look at... If you're encountering a new person or whatever the case might be, you're going to make judgments about it. But I think it's important to know, like you said, that like, talk to yourself in those situations. Like... If you find somebody, like if, if you compare, you're always going to find somebody that's super worse off than you, but you're always going to find somebody that's doing better. Always. Mm-hmm. That's, that comparison isn't fair <laughs> because they, they have gone through different things in life. They've been through different experiences, all that, right? So it's, it's just not fair to compare two different lives <laughs> to each other. It's just not fair. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. So you've had a, you've had a 21s board for a while now. You've been yeah. building some habits. What would you say is your is your favorite habit or like your most useful habit that you've built? Well, waking up at 5 a.m. Yeah. I talked about that. That was one that I had. Was it hard? Yes. Okay. It, really hard at first. Yeah. Fun. And like I didn't do it the way you said, like in increments. Like I was like, all right, I'm waking up at 5 a.m. But you were motivated as hell. Yeah. Did you fall off when you started? Like when you when you first made the decision to wake up at 5, was there ever any days where you, you didn't wake up at 5 and you felt like shit about it or... You said, oh, I mean, there were a few times. There yeah. were a few times. Like, I think I erased my board like four or five times before I like completed the twenty-one. I love that you got there. I yeah. love that. Yeah. Because it's yeah. a process, right? Like we were talking about with with the Genesis cakes, right? Yeah. The first version, the first time, it's going to be tough. It's probably not going to be the best, yeah. right? But 
every time you continually to get continue to get back on, keep doing the work, you'll get there. And now, like, would you say that waking up at five is like pretty easy for you? Yeah, like, I even now I wake up at five on weekends and I don't even set my alarm. I'm nice. just up and I'm like I'm ready to do shit. I love it. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Okay, you got any more questions, brother? Okay. If someone was going to order something from you, mm-hmm. what would you say? What would you tell them is like the best one, the specialty? Like just hit, hit them with a little something about like your your number one, your number one cake or goodie or whatever Oof, you got. That's tough. Because you make a lot of good ones. Like if, yeah. so if you guys like we'll go over the Instagram later, but it's Jenna Cake. Go check out like you, you like your cakes are so sick. They taste good. Thank you. And you do your, you know, your um, what's it called? The ones in like a lollipop. Cake pops. Cake pops. <laughs> I love those cake pops. Yeah, those are good. I think, well, my favorite thing to make and that I think people find really impressive is like the decorated cookies. So I do like custom stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'll be like, yo, can you make me a cookie that looks like a basketball or something? And I'll just like make it. You can make cookies that look like anything, right? Yeah. So. And I have like an edible image printer so I can put logos on it. Like I've been doing some corporate events and stuff like that. So that's you something put, I really like You can like put doing. pictures of people. You can put whatever. Yeah. I love that. Put your face on it. I think I've made a cake with your face (laughs) on it before. (laughs) Yeah, maybe a couple years ago. So when um, when you're thinking about the mind, like, and I'm I'm big on mindset. I think we all are, but I'm really big on mindset. And you're in a situation now where you've kind of changed how you view life, changed how you you live your life. Um, You've taken ownership. Is there anything that you would have said to yourself, like? 10 years, like 10 years ago. So I was on a panel. What, the reason why I'm asking is I was, on a, I was on a panel and they asked me, what would you say to yourself maybe 10 or 15 years ago? And I, at the time I answered it and then I've thought about it more and I've, I've got some different ideas, but is there anything that you would have said to yourself maybe 10 or 15 years ago that would have really helped you kind of make the last 10 years a little bit more productive, more effective? Like just, it could be anything, right? Like, cause yeah. man, 15 years ago, we didn't know shit, mm-hmm. right? But now we've, we've lived, we've, we've gone through some stuff. So is there anything that you would share with yourself if you could somehow talk to yourself maybe 10, 15 years ago? Yeah. Like just put it simple. I would say like, you're going to get there. Cause I used to be the kind of person that would just start that. something and I'd give up so fast if it wasn't going my way or if it wasn't working out. So, um, if I could have seen where I was now and all the progress I've made, like that would have helped me a lot. So just saying, like, you're going to get there. It's going to happen. So, like, even Be though it like, doesn't matter what's happening, shit's going to yeah. get tough, doesn't matter, just keep working through it. Yeah, exactly. Amazing. Yeah, I mean, if you got a, if you got a vision for where you want to go, right, and you know, like, this is the work I need to do. Because, like you said, you're a food scientist. That means you went to school for food science, I'm guessing? Yeah. Right. So, yeah. like, you know, like, the... Like, I don't know how to say it. Like, the breakdown of food, right? Yeah, like, like the chemical reactions, composition, yeah. Right. So... For you to be in the situation you're in now, I mean, 15 years ago, you probably would have known that, like, I need to go to school for this. Yep. Right? Yeah. And you went and got that degree, and then you powered through a bunch of corporate careers and different stuff. And now you're in a situation where you're like, yo, you're going to get there. I, I, love, I love the idea of knowing you're going to get there because I think sometimes, man, life punches you in the fucking mouth. Mm-hmm. And when life punches <laughs> you in the mouth, you start to question everything. You're like, is this worth it? Did I do the right amount of work? Is there any point to this? Where am I going to go next? But to hear your story of where you went from like a really tragic heartbreak to going to Europe, experiencing that, something that you want to do for a long time, and then coming back and having this like renewed mindset, renewed focus on yourself. It's like, I've seen a change. I, like knowing you for as long as I've like, I'm acting like it's 10 years, but it's been like three or four years, right? Yeah. 
I've seen a change. Like, you used to be very timid, very quiet, very fucking keep yourself hiding in the corner. And now, like, you're cakes. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you've got, a, you've got a smile to you. You've got, like, this energy to you, this bubbly energy. And it's, it's, it's beautiful to see the changes that you've made. And Thank to you. know that it came about from a situation that, was, that sucked. But at the end of the day, you had to make a choice. Because yeah. you could have sat in it. You could have sat it for fucking months on end and been like, why me? Life sucks. Fuck this and that. But you just said, no, 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 no. This isn't me. And I think that's even what people expected of me in that situation too, right? Interesting. Yeah. Because, I mean, you're going to only go by people's previous history, right? Yeah. And if if in the past they they might have acted that way or something similar, you kind of know what you're going to get. But maybe that's why so many people have noticed, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. it's... You said earlier, like, a lot of your friends have noticed some changes yeah. in you and stuff. Can you talk a little bit about that? Like, what are, what are they saying? Like, I would love to know what, what people have noticed. They're just like, you just seem amazing. Like, I can't believe you're living your best life. Like, people use those words. And what, I, what, I, what I notice is, like, you're, like, you're way happier and you're yeah. finally, like, good in everything. I used to be, like, kind of negative. Like, I would always put a negative spin, spin on. Like what? Like, because I know there's people listening right now yeah. that, that might not be aware yeah. of some of the negative shit they say to themselves. But is, is there something that you used to say to yourself that you no longer say? Well, I just used to get so, like, flustered. If I had, like, a full schedule for the day, like, I'd be like, fuck, I have so much shit to do. There's not enough time in the day. I hate this. But now I'm like, yes, like, it's amazing I have all this stuff to do. You know, like, it's... Isn't it crazy that it's just a change of perspective? Yeah. Right? And Completely. Like, what? but what? what's different, though? Like, you used to, say, you used to tell yourself really shitty stories and really have a negative mindset and now you're telling you have a different perspective same situation yeah massive workload ah fuck it now you're like yes i got shit to do yeah is it just is it just a matter of choice or did you just kind of decide to look at it differently like yeah i just started looking at it differently like i'm seeing all the opportunities i have and all this stuff i have to do is like it's to help you yeah it helps you move forward yeah it's good it's amazing that i have all these opportunities to that's awesome like if i have like a full day of orders that's amazing like mm-hmm. i it's, never it's, thought it's a that gift right like if you think exactly, about it yeah right and i think gratitude is plays a big role in in helping shape your perspective have you made gratitude something that that you're more aware of in your in your life yes definitely do you so, use like a, do you use any tools or systems or anything? I have a journal, so nice. I've been writing. So I started off by writing affirmations, which was another one of my twenty ones. So nice. every day I would write three positive affirmations. I love it. So I started writing, um, yeah, like stuff that I'm grateful for too. Amazing. And have you noticed a change? Yeah, like, it, you just appreciate. Isn't it fucked yeah. when you write shit down that shit changes? Yeah. I never, like, used to write stuff down. I never Same. thought I you would were, be a person who had a journal. I was like, oh, that's stupid. Didn't you think it was corny? I thought it was corny. I thought it was super corny. Yeah. But, like, I write everything down now. Yeah. I write so much, and it's, yeah. And, like, I, I don't know if you're, like, Block Block has got, like, seven journals. Like, he leaves one here yeah. at the office, that's one at the sick. house, yeah. like, one in his bag. Yeah, I got a little GSD yeah. book, a little journal, you know, I got a backup journal. Yeah. Even if I, like, hear a quote or something that I think is cool, I write it down, and then I see it later, and it's, like... Awesome. Yeah. What are what are some uh, some people that you look to for influence? Like, because everybody's influenced by different people, right? Yeah. Is there anybody that you like you look to, or like any type of any famous person, or somebody that the audience might be like, oh, I know that person. Like, is there anybody you look famous, up to? Famous people, not really. Okay. It's more just like the people in my life who have shaped who I am. So cool. Um, big influence in my life was my grandmother. Okay. Um, that I. She's the one who got me, like, loving food. She's Italian, so, like, all about the food. So that's how I really, like, 
got into that. In the Did first you used place. to cook with her when you were yeah, younger? Yeah, yeah. She she taught me how to cook. Like I lived with her for like a lot of my childhood. So cool. Um. So yeah, that's a lot amazing. a lot of the times that's like who I'm thinking about when I'm when I'm doing stuff. I even got a tattoo in Italian that says uh, "Vivi con passione." What does that mean? Live with passion in Italian. Oh. So that's kind of like a dedication to her because she was the one who kind of got me into that mindset of following what I'm passionate about, even if it doesn't seem like a regular path. Sounds like, like being smart at like woman. science in school. Like my, yeah. my parents were like, you have to like study science. You have to go to university and do this. And I did, but I never thought it would lead me to a career in food, right. which is what I really wanted to do in the first place. So your so, parents were pushing you into the sciences. Yeah. Right. And, but you had this love for food. Yeah. So you just, I never thought me. I could connect it, but right. I knew that's what I'm passionate about. So that's what I always think about. That's amazing. Yeah. That's I also awesome. never thought I'd get a tattoo, but I think those are just like words that are so like strong and that's amazing i love that yeah i love that cool yeah so we're coming towards the end of the podcast and we always love to ask our guests for some wisdom okay right just some and it could it could be simple it could be fucking overarching it could be doesn't matter right but what are some things that you could say that like there's people listening right now right which is Amazing, by the way. Shout out to all the listeners. I love that people listen to our podcast. But... Hey, yay, yay. What up? <laughs> so there's people listening right now. They've heard about 33 minutes of us kind of going back and forth. Give us some wisdom. Like, what could you tell people that might help them to follow a similar path? Well, the biggest lesson for me has been the way that I define success. So Interesting. I used to always define it in the way that I think other people would expect. So, oh, you have this many degrees, you have a master's degree, mm-hmm. you make this much mm-hmm. money, you have this job. Like, but what society tells us. Yeah, is, that's is, what society tells us is a successful person. And I thought that for a long time, too. too. It's only recently that I realized, okay, how do I define my own success? Well, it's like I'm doing the things that make me happy. I'm like... I like a, the job that I'm in. It makes me happy. I've got like amazing friends. That makes me happy. I'm doing this YouTube channel, not like making any money or anything from it. But it's, it's kind of silly, but I'm having so much fun. Like I'm happy. And that's how I feel now that I'm successful. Like I have a good job. I have all that crap. But like the main thing is like how I feel and like how I'm influencing people around me. I love so that. just like hearing people say that I'm um, inspiring them to do things like that makes me feel successful. Not that I make X amount of money or whatever. Right. right. I love that. You know, it's crazy because I had the same view. I used to think that you had to have degrees and you had to have a certain job title mm-hmm. and make X amount of money per year and all that other bullshit. And it's wild to me that now that I've come to a point where, like you said, like, you, you have to decide what success means to you, right? And if you decide what that looks like and you're living that, that's a beautiful feeling, mm-hmm. right? And there might be a gap, right? And as there should be. And in that gap, you see, okay, I got to do X, Y, Z. Here's a little bit of work I need to do. Start a YouTube page, shit like that, right? But it, it comes to a point where you're kind of like, yo, my definition of success is what I'm striving for and hopefully at one point living and like you said you're gonna get there hell yeah you know what i mean okay so real quick your youtube page what are you what are you doing on your youtube page uh, my youtube page is called the baking lab baking so, lab the baking lab okay. so um one I, word the baking lab yeah okay. well it's okay. under jenna cake okay and jenna then cake. the the channel is called the baking lab 
So I kind of just like bake stuff and then explain the science going on behind it. Because I find like my friends were always asking me when I was baking stuff because they know I'm a food scientist. They're like, yo, what's like the science? Like it's, they found it so fascinating. And I love explaining stuff. Like I love when people ask me questions like that. I go on and on. So that's what the YouTube channel is about. Every episode I bake something different and I explain like the chemical reactions and the science behind it. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. If someone's going to watch, what what episode should they start with? Oh, I guess uh, pretzel power. Pretzel, pretzel power. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that's pretzel episode power. one. Pretzel power. Okay. Awesome. Where else? Where else could people find you? Other than the YouTube, where else could people find you or connect with you? Instagram, Jenna Cake. Okay. Yeah, JennaCake.com. JennaCake.com. So yeah. I'll spell that for people. That's J E N N A C A K E dot com. Yep. And the Instagram is just Jenna Cake. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, wicked episode, man. Yeah, it was really good. I, I knew it would be fun to have like just any female on, but it's wicked that we had the homie on mm-hmm. as, <laughs> as, as for the first one. Um, Jenna, thank you for coming on. It really Thanks. means a lot to us to gain a little bit of insight into your little mini journey over the last seven, eight months and seeing how it's gone from something really, really tragic and shitty to like you said, like you feel it. People have noticed you're living your best life. And, and that's amazing. Yo, to and it's incredible to hear like you're using the 21s board and you're building all these habits and your life is just changing right in front of your eyes. It's, it's amazing. And that's what I was going to say too, like, you know, from, from our perspective, like we know all the people that have, have, have gotten orders and, and picked up a board and built some habits. And I honestly, it feels incredible to me when people tell me this is an amazing tool. Mm-hmm. Like I never knew that I could build consistency. I never knew that if I had just had a tool that helped me kind of get there, yeah. the impact it would have. And like, we started this company at the end of the day to see this type of impact oh, yeah. and to see that in like our close friends, someone like you, and then for you to come onto the podcast, like, I love it. And I love telling people about like the 21s and stuff like that. And it's, I make sure to tell everyone it's not because they're my friends. It's because <laughs> I actually like really believe in what they're doing. Like, I love it's, that. It's helped me a lot. I love that. That means yeah. a lot because honestly, like you said, like, there are, you know, we've got some people that support us because they're our friends, but we've got lots of people that we don't even fucking know yeah. that have, have picked up some of our tools and listened to the podcast. And now I'm hoping that they get some insight into like, okay, so it's not just a bunch of dudes. You know what I mean? I, as a woman, I can build healthy habits too. Yeah, of course you can. Fuck yeah, you can. It's for everyone. You know what I mean? Cool. So I think, uh, I think I'm going to do a quick little housekeeping and then we'll wrap it up. Mm-hmm. So guys, it would mean a lot to us if you would do a couple of things for us. Um, if you found value from this podcast or any of the other episodes, it would mean a lot to us if you would do a couple of things for us. First thing, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already and leave a comment. And the second thing I think is probably more important than that is like Jenna Cakes just mentioned, tell a friend, let them know that there's a community of people that have understood that the way that they have lived their life up until this point isn't working. And they've understood that if they take action and take complete ownership, Decide on some goals, recognize what work needs to get done, and then get that fucking work done. You can live your best life. And at the end of the day, like we always say, the whole point of this and what we always like to tell everybody, kill every day and own your fucking life. Bless up.